Get ready for a week-long celebration of music, community and fabulous fun with Joy Radiothon 2024. Joy has the largest collection of rainbow podcast content in the world and you can help keep us out loud and proud by donating during Joy Radiothon 2024. Just go to joy.org.au slash radiothon. Mark it in your calendars because Joy Radiothon returns June 1st to 7th and remember, we all flourish with joy. You are on Saturday Magazine, Joy 94.9 and those people in the City of Melbourne media team, well, enjoy. Joe, who's our, <laughs> who, who's our next guest? They probably didn't want me to talk about that other stuff. I don't know. That was, uh, yeah, I, I, mm, who knows? But it's questions without notice, right? That's right. That's Which right. Which brings us to more questions without notice yes. to Stella. Uh, Stella, thanks for being here. You're, you are the founder, chief executive director of Queer Sporting Alliance. That's right. Many of the, I don't know which title you settle with. <laughs> Just the kind runner, of a big deal. The big, yeah. <laughs> big deal of the Queer Sporting Alliance. Um, now, we're going to talk to you today about uh, what the Queer Sporting Alliance is and what you're going to be doing in World Pride, but I also definitely want to get to the topic of trans inclusion. Mm. Um, and I think that's a really big, big topic, full stop. And um, But I want to hear about what Queer Sporting Alliance is doing regarding that. So, first of all, for those who don't know what Queer Sporting Alliance is, what's your uh, longer elevator pitch about well, that? I'll give you the nutshell one. Just okay. To, at the Elevators, risk of boring, nutshells, yeah. Yep. Exactly. So, Queer Sporting Alliance is Australia and New Zealand's largest uh, LGBTIQA plus community sports club the biggest club that you've probably never heard of. I don't don't know how much longer we can say that for because we are getting bigger and more people are Mm. knowing about Mm. us. So we pitch towards people that normally wouldn't get involved in community sport. And what is, when you say the biggest, how big is that? Well, we're in every state apart from Perth at the Mm. moment. Mm. Um, We started off as six enthusiastic queers and now Mm. we're well over a thousand. Oh, wow. Yeah, I know. I know, I sometimes think, oh, wow, every day when I'm administering it, like, so I've bitten off more than I could chew. Um, but, yeah, we're right across Australia and we're multi-sport. So we started off as basketball, but now we're ultimate frisbee, social roller skating and basketball. And maybe netball. Maybe, maybe netball. netball. <laughs> this is my push, my, my personal push. Yeah. <laughs> ultimate frisbee, I could do that. Yeah, well, people say it's a, sort of a leveller, isn't it, the ultimate, because it doesn't have doesn't need to be gender segregated yeah, at all. Yeah, th- there's no contact, I think, and there's no. Ge- it's not gendered at all. I mean, they say that there's no contact in netball, but that's just a lie. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's just a lie. Yeah. I mean, it is a tackle sport. Believe well, me. Look, I think we fork in the road on netball. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's – so, look, I think it's worth people understanding why you would set up Queer Sporting Alliance. I mean, there are many sporting clubs that people can join throughout Australia, um, usually local-based. Uh, they're local, you know – Uh, team. Why did you set it up? Look, I'm a bit of a governance nerd and the vice president of the club's also a bit of a governance nerd. And so when we started out the club, even as six people, we took it very seriously. So we did a bit of a recce and we spoke to the presidents of all the queer clubs that existed in Melbourne. And what we found across the board is that they mirrored a lot of what was happening in other sporting clubs that weren't queer focused in that they were run by cis white guys, Mm. four cis white guys. And they were doing really well, and but they weren't as inclusive as they could have been. So we. So they were gay clubs in a gay way. Club, yeah, G- gay, gay clubs. sporting clubs. Yeah, and I think they had well intentioned, but just weren't hitting the mark with making mm. sure that um, trans and gender diverse people were included. Um, so we set about making that our starting point. That we wanted to make a club that was dedicated towards making trans and gender diverse people feel safe and included. Because the challenge always is with sport 
is that it that the leagues, the competitions are gender segregated. Yeah. Gen- generally, that's yep. the end. Um, so, and I want to get to that soon about how you got around that, if you like. Uh, but tell me your organising event at World Pride. We are. So we're on the 23rd of February at KGV The Rocks. We're running a, an in event Sydney. in Sydney, yep. uh, an event called Basketball. So it's a mix. It's not the same time. People get a bit confused, like you're playing basketball and roller skating at the same time. That's insane. That sounds bad for your ankles. <laughs> it does sound bad. It's an OH&S nightmare. Um, but we're not doing that. We've got an exhibition basketball game um, of QSA teams, which I'm hoping Joe Ball will be playing in. And following the exhibition <laughs> game, um, we'll be doing a two-hour queer roller disco. Amazing, amazing. And so how can people get involved? I mean, obviously they've got to go to Sydney. Um, that That is a given because yep. it's in the Sydney. The first hurdle, be in <laughs> Sydney on the 23rd of February. Um, if you want to get tickets, you can just head to our Instagram page, Queer Sporting Alliance, or head to the Sydney World Pride website and just type in bar skate ball. Um, the tickets are only 10 bucks. If you can't afford it, hit me up. Yeah. It's free. It's First mm. Nations free. It's part of we run a really bad business model in that we we, <laughs> we either charge people nothing or it's low cost or no cost. Um, I love this. You're a governance nerd that's running a bad business model. That's, <laughs> <laughs> that's <perfect. laughs> yep. It's it's a yeah. It's my um, treasurer is constantly pulling their hair out because I never want to charge anyone anything because yeah. I want to make so- sport accessible. Um, and that look, I think that's mm. a great conversation. And you and I've talked about that offline. Is that there's often this, particularly around transgender-verse people, there can be this dialogue about what is fair and what is fairness. But actually, when you look at the research, probably the, the biggest driver of unfairness in sport is monetary access, is economic access. I remember as a child that my parents were picking basketball clubs based on which had the cheapest tracksuit. Yeah. And that really stuck with me as a kid, mm. um, that this was it's a real consideration for my parents. Mm. Um, so that was the first thing that we did. We made the uniforms free. Um, you didn't have to pay for it. Which so, they can be well over $100, right? Oh, like just, easy. And if you're looking at people um, who are struggling um, on a low income or Centrelink, that is an impossible cost and barrier. Not to mention the cost that most sporting clubs charge you per game. Yeah. It's, it, the costs are astronomical. And can I talk about my sponsor? This isn't like the ABC. <laughs> <laughs> because, of course, uh, I, I, you look, yeah, if you want it, because I think the thing is, is it's difficult, isn't it? Because how, how do you pay for this? Because mm. you're not asking yeah, the right, participants right. to pass. Yeah. The yeah. Pay. Go for it. Well, the first couple of years, it was a lot of grant writing and I was heading very quickly towards burnout and my little tippy-tappy fingers mm. were heading towards RSI. But we managed to get a major sponsor. So Champion, um, the world's oldest sporting apparel brand, uh, have come on board and given given us um, a, a ton of money um, to help us uh, run the club, provide free uniforms, provide free training, um, get us to places that we need to be to make mm. sure that those programs are rolled out. If we didn't have Champion, we wouldn't be able to provide the level of accessibility that I promised. And also my treasurer has stopped pulling their hair out. So and Champion's a champion. Champion. And champion. what's it like working? I mean, I'm always interested about, you know, because corporate sponsorship's complicated. Like what's it been like to work with them and for them to get across well, uh, specifically the trans issue, like, you know, like cl- it's clothing yeah. um, as an example. Yeah. Champion don't get it right 100% of the time and neither does QSA. And I think when Champion um, reached out to us to be a sponsor, I was the sussest queer of the lands. I was looking at them thinking, oh, my God, this is rainbow washing. Mm. Um, we're not going to be corporatized. And then I realised that they got us in touch with Homey, so that's their other branch of um, corporate response, social responsibility, um, which donates all of their profits to fight youth homelessness. We spoke to them 
and they they let us know that Champion have got their heart in the right place. And every interaction that I've had with them has led me to believe that um, they want to do the right thing. And they want they want to do it with us. So um, we're stoked. So, and that's great. I mean, and, and I wanted to what champions? What champions? Um, but I, I wanted to pivot, I guess, to talking about how you actually do inclusion of trans and gender diverse people. So the club is for everybody, yep. for the LGBTI community. But you wanted to have so, and everyone meant how do you su- non-binary? How do you support trans and gender diverse people with that gender binary? Because of course, if you're competing. As a club, you're going to compete in a major comp or, you know, a local comp, and that comp is going to be gender segregated. Yeah. So what did you, what did you do about that? Look, I'm a big non-binary baby, and so I've created the club a little selfishly for myself in that uh, all of our QSA teams are non-gendered. You're just in a team. But if we are playing in existing basketball leagues, they're binary. They're either male or female. So you pick the comp that best aligns with your gender identity, and we put you in that team. That's not always going to work for people, um, especially people that are suffering from a gender dysphoria um, that are on their steps of gender affirmation. They don't want to go into a male or a female comp. And that's what led us to the new Q League. And Q League, quickly, just tell us about Q League because so it's starting again. It's starting again. We're just putting the final touches. My my general manager said, you've got to say that. You were putting the final touches on the league, but it's starting up again in March um, at Nunanjeri Stadium in Thornbury. It's a pure QSA comp. Um, so, Which means that people that it's not competing with other clubs, it's QSA formed teams. Yeah. So that's um, which – and people – how do they find out more about Q-League uh, final if you want to, If you want to get in touch, you want to join um, in one of the teams, just go to our Instagram page. It's the biggest um, spot to get us at, at Q- Queer Sporting Alliance is the Insta. If it's a website, it's com. Excellent. Let's We'll have you back on some other time to talk yeah. about Q-League and how it's gone and the learnings. Yeah, yeah, be amazing. Done. Thanks, Stella. That's uh, I, I'm. I think it's a fantastic initiative, and you know, it, you've got a thousand people involved. That's awesome. Like Do you want to be a thousand and one, Macca? Oh, frisbees might be okay. <laughs> <laughs> frisbees could be okay. Um, let me think about that. Let me think about that. You are on Saturday Magazine, Joy ninety four nine. Macca and Joe, stay with us. We'll close the show before we hand over to Dave for the news. Cheers. This is Saturday Magazine. Get into the groove and put the yay into your Friday. Joy helps you celebrate the 70s, 80s and 90s. Join us, Emma Warren, for What Tracks That and Nothing But 80s and 90s Bangers. Then stay with us for Friday Night Live and turn the beat around for soulful 70s and 80s vibes. It all starts 4pm Fridays here on Joy 94.9. Are you a budding poet or spoken word artist? Do you have limericks hidden in the bottom drawer? Spoken Word is here to break down local, national and international spoken word events, competitions and live interviews. Your voice, your community and now your words. To find out how to get involved or to tune into the podcast, head to joy.org.au forward slash spoken word. Spoken Word, every Tuesday night from 9 till 10 p.m. here on Joy. Our diverse communities have one home, Joy. Saturday Magazine with Macca and my co-host this week was Joe Ball, uh, CEO of Switchboard. It's always a pleasure to work with him and, uh, you know, the the insight that it brings and, and...
It's been a great show, Joe. We've had some fantastic guests. Look, I think we've had some amazing guests and I want to have some people back. I, I know. Loved, I mean, I, I think there was some, you know, op- questions that started opening up with Tanya and Andrew and yep. Sally and oh, it was a huge show. And I think it's great to hear from our political leaders. It is. And there's, Joe will be hosting another show in one March. One month. Yes, in one, one month. month. And there's another another guest I need to talk to you about for that show that I emailed you about, which I think will be good. Oh, surprise. 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 So I want to thank uh, Jill Stark, uh, Jason Toison McShane, Andrew Bragg, Senator Andrew Bragg from the Liberal Party, Tanya Plibersek, Environment Minister, Lord Mayor Sally Von Kapp, and uh, also to all our listeners who, uh, you know, ask us questions and contribute and tell us what they think which is which is fantastic coming up next is word for word lisa daniel interviews beck goddard uh please try and get to uh i just call it northern pride it's probably got an official name but uh party. yeah the the party over in uh, fitzroy and collingwood if you want to see something really funny around 11 o'clock i'm going to be leaving the pride center on the pride tram with a whole lot of joy folk and some others, you know, macker on a tram. There you go. There's a there's something that'll amuse you. Turning over a new leaf. Turning over a, a, <laughs> a new leaf. Um, and again, thank you so much, Joe, for the work that you do. But you know, giving up a Saturday to come in here, it is always great to have you in here and your contribution. And I look forward to your contribution. In a month's time. (laughs) Thank you, Macca. There you go. Saturday Magazine, bye for now. This podcast was produced by Joy Media. You can support Joy's diverse sound and diverse community this June by donating to Joy Radiothon 2024. Go to joy.org.au slash radiothon. And remember, we all flourish with joy. Joy.